Music with a message on the Messenger of Good News Worldwide, KFUO, AMA 50 here in the St. Louis region. We're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, and of course, our talk programs, including this segment, available wherever you get your podcast. Well, the last few weeks, we've been interviewing a special Lenten guest, the one called the Rich Young Man in the Bible. It turns out that the Rich Young Man was actually there at the at the crucifixion of Jesus. During the Lenten season, he shared with us uh, the words he heard Jesus speak from the cross. Today, however, we return to one of our regular guests, the Apostle Peter, who is uh, in his retirement, and it just so happens he runs a little fishing and shepherding supply store on the banks of the Kaskaskian River. Well, well, it's it's good to be back, Gary. I, I hope you and your listeners had a blessed Easter. Well, it's great to be here, and I hope you had a blessed Easter as well. It's great to connect with you again, Peter. And as I said, we were interviewing the rich young man the last six weeks, and last week he gave us a big surprise. It turned out that the rich young man was not just at the crucifixion, but he was actually part of the crucifixion that day. He was one of the thieves that hung next to Jesus. Uh, you know, I, I, I never saw that coming. How does a rich young man become a thief? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know, but he gave us some of the details as how that happened, which, of course, we can't verify since none of uh, it was recorded in Scripture. But that's why uh, we're glad to have you back with us, Peter. I, I understand that you're a regular listener to the program, and I'd like your comments on the story we heard the last few weeks. As one of those who actually were there, uh, what did you think of the Linton series this year? Well, you know, actually, I wasn't there, <laughs> now that you bring it up, sad to say, uh, but I did find the presentation of the young man very interesting. I've often wondered whatever became of that rich young man who asked Jesus, what must I do to inherit eternal life? But I must admit, I never imagined him ending up being the thief on the cross. And why not, Peter? Well, uh, you know, outside of being rich, uh, the Bible describes him as being concerned with with keeping the law, uh, not breaking it. Uh, the first time he came to Jesus, he said he kept all the commandments from his youth. But if that's so, it's not surprising at all that he would have become bad at the end. For in the Bible, it's always the men who focus on keeping the law that end up doing the most evil of things. As the Bible says... Apart from faith, it is impossible to please God. You do have a point there, Gary. After all, in the story of the man robbed on the way to Jericho, it was the law keepers, the priest and the Levite, who walked by on the other side. And only the lowly Samaritan stopped to help. Not only that, but think of what Jesus had to say about the law-abiding Pharisees. He speaks of them as those who neglect justice, mercy, and faithfulness. They are all as whitewashed tombs that outwardly appear beautiful, but inwardly are full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. They, they are devourers of widows' houses, Jesus said. And don't forget the greatest example of what you're talking about. What's that, Peter? Well, it was the law keepers who ended up crucifying Jesus. It is true what the Apostle Paul says. No one becomes righteous by keeping the law, but rather by the law we become conscious of sin. 
Still, though, we must remember that what we do here uh, are, are what they call dramatizations. <laughs> Certainly the words of Jesus you discussed the last few weeks were the very true and actual words Jesus spoke from the cross. But but the rest, you know, was only a, a bit of fiction. And, and certainly it is pure speculation to say that the rich man was the thief on the cross. But then again, it, it could have been that way. Uh, you know, others have speculated that he might have been St. Mark, the author of the gospel that records that story. I, I'm sure there are other theories out there. But the truth is, we will never know for sure. The Bible just doesn't tell us what eventually happened to the rich young man. You know, there are a lot of people like that in the Bible. For example, I always wondered what happened to Pontius Pilate or Mary Magdalene. Come to think of it, the Bible doesn't say whatever happened to you, Peter. Well, yes. I mean, who would have thought an apostle would end up operating a bait shop on the shores of the Kaskaskia River? Which I also hope everyone realizes is just a bit of literary license inspired by the uh, rather addled mind of Pastor Lekomsky. Uh, <laughs> Don't to forget the sheep dipping now. Remember <laughs> oh, that, too. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but to respond to your comment historically, rather than fictionally, the truth is Jesus did hint at Peter's ending in the Gospel of John. In John 21, he said, Truly, truly, I say to you, when you were young, you used to dress yourself and walk wherever you wanted. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and another will dress you and carry you where you do not want to go. In those words, Jesus seemed to be speaking of Peter's martyrdom. In fact, the phrase, stretch out your hands, seems to point to a death the same as his, death by crucifixion. Isn't that the old tradition that you were crucified upside down? The story is you didn't feel worthy to die in the same way as Jesus, is what I've heard. <laughs> yes, and that is the tradition. But then again, that's all it is, uh, tradition. The Bible doesn't really say for sure what happened to me or, or, for that matter, what happened to most of those in the New Testament. And, you know, uh, Gary, I think there is an important lesson in that for us. What lesson is that? Well, as I look around, I see a lot of people I'm concerned about. Maybe the same for you, family, friends, and, and other people. I wish were a little more faithful in their church attendance, a, a little more fervent in their prayers. I wonder sometimes what their end will be. But the truth is, when Jesus comes to take us home to the mansions he is even now preparing for us, we probably won't know the end of their stories either. You mean we'll probably die without seeing how it ends for most of our loved ones. Exactly. And that really shouldn't worry us. After all, we, we can't save anyone. And we know the one in charge wants all men to be saved. Besides, we can't see into a man's heart. Better to trust these concerns to God, who can work faith like, even in the heart of a dying thief. It's just another example of faith being the hope of things that are unseen. Precisely. You know, it's just on to me that we do know the ending of at least one person in the New Testament, Peter. Well, who's that? It's Jesus. We know how it all ended up for him, risen from the grave, ascended into heaven and sitting on the right hand of God. We even know his future. Someday he will come to judge the quick and the dead. Ugh, ugh, uh, Gary, I should have thought of that. And if you think about it, uh, Jesus is the only end that really matters. After all, he spoke of himself as the first fruits. 
However it goes for him, so it will go for those who believe in him. Uh, The reality is none of us knows our own end or, or the end of others. But as long as we hope in Jesus Christ, we know all things will work together for good. And that's a very good point, Peter. Uh, Speaking of Jesus' resurrection, maybe we should take a closer look at that event, this upcoming Easter season. You know, that would be very exciting. You could give us the first-person account of what happened those weeks after Jesus rose from the grave. Well, you know, that I could, but but since in my old age, sometimes my memory falters, it, it might be better to take the story straight out of Scripture itself. I tell you what I'd like to do, Gary. I'd like to share with you the account of one who was actually there, someone who wrote down everything he saw and heard. How about I share with you the Easter story as recorded by my fellow disciple and uh, personal frenemy, the Apostle John? You know, that sounds like a really great idea, Peter, and I look forward to uh, having you share that with us because it would be interesting to hear John's account of the resurrection. So thanks so much for being with us today, and I look forward to uh, having you here in the next few weeks. We are the Messenger of Good News Worldwide, KFUO.org, AM850 in St. Louis.